Welcome to SNAP, survivors of narcissistic and abusive personalities. This educational recovery podcast is presented by Claremont Mental Health and Mandy Friedman, licensed professional clinical counsellor. This presentation contains vital information for survivors of abuse. Topics include the spectrum of abusive personalities, targets of abuse, abusive relationships, and survivors in recovery. We hope this information helps you gain solid footing and clarity as you navigate your road to recovery. Mandy Friedman here, licensed professional clinical counselor, clinically certified domestic violence counselor, and the creator of SNAP, Survivors of Narcissistic and Abusive Personalities, and the owner of Claremont Mental Health. I'm also a clinically certified trauma professional. Did I say that? I can't remember. Today I want to talk to you about the boundary victim. Do you know what I'm talking about? You do. Every time we've tried to set boundaries with maybe one particular toxic and abusive manipulative person, we struggle with it because what happens? They become the victim and you the aggressor. Um, and really you're just trying to make some healthy changes in your life and it turns out to be a big scandal or you get painted in this very negative light. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about that today. What's the boundary victim, right? So the boundary victim is the person who is allergic to boundaries and you're trying really hard to establish like healthy interactions um, and they really have this negative visceral response when you try to set a boundary and reasons that you might be trying to set these boundaries would be things like it's not a balanced circumstance in whatever way so maybe there's an unbalanced um, use of resources where you're give, 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 and they're take, take, take. You might be setting a, a boundary because you're trying to seek space or safety or peace of mind. You might be trying to preserve your resources, protect other people. You might be trying to reduce your exposure to triggers um, and therefore like increasing your sense of safety and, um, and your sense of peace by reducing your exposure to the trigger. Um, it might be something that just needs to be corrected, you know, something that's been ongoing that you really don't like, but now it's time to make the correction. You might be trying to reduce conflict, um, and you might be just in general trying to protect your mental health. There's a lot of reasons why we set boundaries, uh, and when we set the boundaries, we're doing so in a kind, warm way, right? Yeah, and what other things do we always do when we're setting boundaries? We explain. We explain a lot and we try to be as real and honest with the person as we can be in terms of, you know, why we're doing this, what our intentions are. And we really open up when we're setting a boundary. And the hope is that the person hears us, knows us better, and then can understand why we're doing what we're doing and see that in a lot of cases, it, it really isn't personal. It's more about the behaviors and the situations that we're trying to avoid. Um, but then they'll take it super personal. Yeah, well, sometimes it might be personal. <laughs> You're being a jerk, you know, you gotta stop. Or it's just, you know, you guys have an okay relationship, but you're spending too much time together and you need to start to limit that time. I mean, it, there's a number of reasons why we do it. And then the reason that they don't respond well is because, it, you know, you've kind of bruised their ego, you've taken control away, 
um, they think that you're, you know, that that makes them a bad person because you've had to set the boundary. Um, but often it's just that they don't want to be told what to do. You're not going to tell them what to do. They're going to do whatever they want. You know, when you're dropping the kids off, if you say, could you please stay in your vehicle and not approach my vehicle when the kids weren't transferring the children to you, what do they do? They get out of the car. In fact, often when you're trying to set boundaries, that gets weaponized and they find out, oh, they don't like that. So guess what? They do it more. Um, so that's why explaining sometimes isn't super helpful. Um, and explaining will invite a dialogue. Um, and the next thing you know, you're giving them more information and then all of that gets weaponized and, and twisted. Um, and it doesn't matter how clearly, how concisely, how well you explain yourself, how kind you are, how warm you are, how much warning you give. I mean, like, you know, letting them know that this is coming, you know, like, so they're not surprised by it. It doesn't matter how you present it. It always gets twisted around. And it doesn't go well or they'll pretend like that they're okay with it but then actually passive aggressively they're not um, and then you'll notice a smear campaign um, they're deflecting finger pointing blame shifting you know and so you know you'll hear the narrative from someone else well mom says the reason why you don't go over there anymore is because you don't like her cooking and you said you didn't like the hot dog she made for you nope that's not at all what I said not even close, completely false. Um, and then you feel like you got to explain yourself some more. Mom, you told so-and-so that the reason why I'm not coming over is because such and such, but we talked about this and blah, and here we are. Now we're back in with the dialogue and the back and forth and the explaining, right? So there's a purpose in acting like a victim and that is to draw you back in to make a correction. But also the more important thing is that people will feel sorry for them and also they won't be the bad guy, right? You have to be the bad guy at all times. You're the bad guy. doesn't matter. You're the bad guy. Um, so just get used to that. But they don't want to be the bad guy. They don't want for people to think bad things about them. So they real quick grab a hold of that narrative and start calling everybody and guess what she said and can you believe this and blah, blah, blah. And, oh, poor me, poor me. Um, so instead of focusing on how you're feeling and your experience in the circumstance and why you're actually setting the boundary and looking at it in that like logical way or seeing it from a different perspective all they care about and focus on is how it makes them feel and how it might make them look to other people um, and so they're going to say things like that you are alienating them and keeping the kids from them and it's like, nope, actually, I have been bending over backwards to make arrangements in order to foster a good relationship between you and the children. And you are completely unpredictable um, and inconsistent and don't show up and waste my time and disappoint the children and don't follow with the plan. And that's why we're setting the boundary. I'm not alienating you. You've alienated yourself with your own behaviors. Right? But of course, they can't take any responsibility. You have to be the bad guy and they have to be the victim. Um, and they will say that you're holding a grudge and that you're mean and that you're, you don't forgive. And isn't that sad for you that you can't forgive? Um, and that you're resentful, you're crazy, you're also easily influenced by others. So then they're gonna maybe villainize someone else that's in your circle, like your therapist. Not that that has ever happened. <laughs> that, that, that quack of a therapist you have is indoctrinating you 
Like, nope, she just told me how to set boundaries so that you're not draining me of all my resources 24 seven. Um, so you might be easily influenced by others and you know, you wanna keep the kids away from them, whether they're a grandparent or another parent, um, or that you're punishing them. They're being punished by you because you're just so unreasonable and unforgiving. Uh, so when you hear someone talking about how they're the victim and that somebody is you know, not speaking to them, and don't automatically assume that this person is a victim. You know, like sometimes people have consequences for their behaviors and their patterns of behaviors and relationships. And sometimes somebody wakes up to something and says, this isn't okay with me. And if you truly have a genuine relationship, an authentic relationship, you should want to hear those things so that you can love the person better. So if someone has set boundaries with you and it stunk, because it does, let's be honest, when somebody sets a boundary with you, initially it might sting, right? It might kind of hurt a little bit, like, oh man, I was looking forward to that, or oh, that was something I enjoyed, or oh no, I hope I didn't hurt them, right? And it's, please tell me more. I want to learn about you. I want to know how what I'm doing doesn't work for you so that I can do better and I can behave in ways that are more acceptable or might be less straining or might fit better with your life. So in a good relationship, a healthy relationship with a healthy person, they invite boundary setting and they don't twist it or get it bent out of shape or play the victim. It's, well, yeah, I'm sad about it and it did kind of sting, but I can also see where this is what's best for them. And since I genuinely care about the person, I want them to be healthy and happy. And so therefore I will gladly abide by this boundary and furthermore I'm sorry for whatever I did in the past and things that I participated in that made you feel like that you need to set the boundary you know so taking ownership taking responsibility um, seeing it from the other perspective that's what we're looking for if somebody's twisting your words and making it into something that it wasn't it's just more of the same more manipulation more you know trying to control the narrative and smear campaigning and all the things that we know that they do. Anyway, I hope this has been helpful. And if you've encountered a boundary victim um, or you have a boundary victim on your hands right now, poor person that you're victimizing, um, maybe you won't feel as guilty or as bad carrying that guilty feeling around like you've done something wrong. We're allowed to set boundaries and in healthy, relationship, healthy relationships with healthy people, boundaries are like a good thing and it's what keeps the relationship alive. Have a great day. Bye. If you like this podcast, subscribe and leave us a review. Find Mandy Friedman, LPCC, CCDVC on YouTube and Facebook. Join the Snap Survivors of Narcissistic and Abusive Personalities Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at the official Snap. Thanks for listening.